This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spurs Stake Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Super Sports Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur. We're at the Kutz Trotter Indoor Cricket Centre here at Bishops. Tim? Yes, sir. This is a bowling machine. I know mm-hmm. you haven't played much cricket in your life. Ever. But <laughs> Ever. Just watched. Uh, yeah. We have it set to 130 kilometers an hour. I want you to see how it works. So put one in. Would you face that? <laughs> Luckily, we have someone who can, who plays for Western Province Cricket Club. Parker, please. No. Oh. Paul Royals. True. But producer and editor, who's behind the camera at the moment, Greg, yeah. I think it's time for him to pad up. Greg, you're bad. I think he needs better protection on his hands. Well, we're here today because of these armored gloves. So, great. Feels like nothing. So, Greg, you just faced the ball at 140 kilometers an hour. How does it feel? No, it was great, actually. I mean, I got used to these within, I mean, I've been batting for 10 minutes. I got used to them so quickly. They're not heavy. They don't restrict my movement. I've got a little bit of a thing that I do. I tap my fingers on the bats. Couldn't do that initially. I got used to it quickly. Um, got hit on the hands a couple of times over here. I felt nothing. It's, it's only positive things to say. I think everyone needs to grab himself a pair. Well, we may as well talk to the designer of this, John Quinlan. John, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. You're the designer of these revolutionary armored gloves. Just to start off, where did the idea come from them? And I think then we're going to ask you to explain how they work. Cause we've just seen Greg face 140 Ks an hour, which is the fastest he's ever faced out of the bowling machine. And he said when he got hit on the hand, it was perfectly fine. We'll have some fun with him later on. But just to start off. Hi. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm a, I'm, my, my son is a, is, a, is a talented cricketer. And um, we, when he was about 11 years old, I hit him on the hand using a sidearm, you know, with the, the ball throwing device. And he, you know, we thought we'd broken his hand. We we're off to the emergency. And I thought the problem was actually just that we hadn't bought, you know, the best gloves available. And I went out looking for the best gloves available and realized fundamentally that it wasn't a problem about gloves. It was about how the glove is actually made. And so I set about trying to fix it. That's how this began. So what's the mechanics that fix the issue? Okay, that's really interesting. So, And, and what is the issue, I think, to start okay, off? Because yeah. I always see those gloves, they, they're quite well padded. So Exactly. So, I mean, obviously the glove technology has come a long way. But ultimately... In every single ball impact, you have this hard bat handle behind the fingers and this incredibly hard and heavy ball coming at it. And pretty much the ball and the, the, the finger gets squashed between the ball and the bat. Now, the, the more padding you have, it doesn't really affect that too heavily because the finger is always the first part that's crushed. It's the softest part. It's, it's got no resistance. And so energy immediately transfers into the finger. So it's being crushed basically between the handle and the ball. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, you know, if you have a really expensive pair of gloves, it's usually got more hard padding on the outside. But hard padding on the outside, really, all it does is distribute load a little bit better. But the risk is then it actually opens up and exposes the finger underneath um, because now the padding is further away from the finger. So there's more space for it to move. So there's two problems with current gloves. Fundamentally, one is the padding can move off the finger and open up. And then the second one is that the ball, the finger can get crushed between the ball and the bat. So we set about to try and fix that. Um, 
the solution is, you know, elegantly simple, which is to transfer the energy directly from ball to bat handle and to avoid the finger completely. So if the, the finger is essentially underneath a shell, a hard plastic shell, that stops any impact from actually engaging with the finger at all. And that all that energy is transferred directly to the bat handle. And let's, let's have a look at that and, and you can show us exactly how that happens here. Sure. So you can see it. <laughs> and I need to put it on my hand. Give me a second. So this is a traditional batting glove. And what I want to show you is essentially if my finger represents the, the, the ball and bat, the, the first part that collapses is always the finger pouch. And that's fundamentally why you're going to feel pain. Now that can cause, you know, from a slight bruise all the way through to a broken finger, depending on the type of bowling and the type of impact. So with this glove, what happens is, is when you hold the bat handle, instead of the finger being crushed, the, the energy is transferred through these plastic struts on the side of the, of, the, of the glove directly into the bat and the fingers can move freely underneath. So the fingers are underneath that whole plastic casing underneath, exactly. with extra padding on top. That's exactly right. The padding is there only actually to stop rebound. In other words, so that when the ball hits the glove, you're not going to get caught. That's its function. It's no longer, the padding in front of the fingers is no longer there to actually protect the finger. The plastic is doing that. That's, that's some really innovative stuff to have. I mean, it, it almost seems like such a simple fix. I mean, it's basic physics. You know, you just dissipate the force somewhere else that you don't want it to be. And, you know, historically it's been straight on that fingers, but now you've put it straight on the bat handle. Um, and I was actually going to ask, is there any technology that goes into bat handles that can also help dissipate this force? Yeah, interestingly, I mean, bat handles are made of, of rattan cane, very expensive cane, which is different from the willow. And it, its function is actually to absorb shock. So these little rubber parts inside the bat handle traditionally are there to do just that. So they split the, bat, the rattan cane, they've got rubber, in, rubber between those layers. And so the bat is actually incredibly good at absorbing shock from, from, the, from, the, from, the, from the impact. Um, if you didn't have rattan cane and use a pure wooler bat, you would literally hit the ball once and you, you'd feel like you'd broken your hands, right? You wouldn't be able to play cricket. And you certainly wouldn't be able to play T the shots they play in T20 cricket. And a lot of that has got to do with the, the technology and, and really the, the material, the natural materials used in the bats. So basically, you're taking advantage of what's already there in the handle. 100%. By dissipating it to the side. And you showed us off air, but I think this is a good example just to illustrate. It's like, if this chair is the glove and my foot underneath it, which you may or may not be able to see, but my foot's underneath the chair, right? And that's, that's my hand. You're hitting the top of the chair. Yeah, the more, the more I hit the chair, it does nothing to your foot. That's exactly, exactly the principle behind this glass. And, and, and the ground is basically the handle of the bat. Exactly. Yeah. That's a very, very good way of describing it. Okay. So, uh, and, and what's amazing about it is that it's something that we're able to understand <laughs> as, as a solution. How's it been received? Uh, are they, do you have school players using it? You say it's because of your son playing that this whole idea came about. I mean, if I was still playing school cricket, I'd want them immediately. I mean, this, this would have got me into school cricket because me, I was just afraid of the injuries. Yeah, well, that's a really interesting point. This is not about protections ultimately. It's about confidence, about building confidence. I mean, the reason why fast bowling works is because when you get hit, your body naturally, it's own natural defenses stops you from getting in the way, right? Which is why you've all seen the kind of batsman that backs off and he dangles his bat and off he gets his court. That's a direct consequence of the impacts that one receives. And so when you have proper protection, 
especially around the hands and around the head, your, your, your confidence to stay in line grows. And as a parent, very, very importantly, as a parent, I have the confidence to bowl really quickly at my son, right? It, that's a really big deal because I can tell you it ruined my day the day I hurt him, right? It's the reason why I went out and the son thought, you know, that it's such a treasure to be able to play with my son and to enjoy the time we share together at the cricket But, you know, getting him hurt is not fun for either one of us. And so now I can bowl and enjoy that time with complete confidence as a parent, and he can enjoy that time as a batsman. And it, what it allows us to do is to practice more and to play more and, and to play different shots that we wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't bowl short like I do. But with the glove, he's able to protect his, not only his hands, but also his head, which is a really important point to make. The, the more you get used to using these gloves and the more um, secure you are in the way they work, the less you feel the need to rip your bottom hand off like you see all batsmen do. And you can protect your head Instead of ducking, you can literally punch the ball away. So these are, this is an innovation that's going to change the way batsmen play. And the feedback we've had to answer your question, the feedback we've had from the people who use this is that they never want to use anything else. Why would you? Why would you get hurt when you don't have to? So we, we have very, very, very good feedback from the, from the people using it and, you know, pretty much 100% brand loyalty. I mean, you even switched our cameraman, Greg, over to the gloves. He said he just wanted to pay instantly. And you brought up a very fair point about, you know, you have the confidence now to do things that you were usually afraid of because you feel a lot more protected. And something I found for myself, even playing rugby, I was always, for a time, I was afraid to tackle. So I got a scrum cap. And for, for a millisecond, I was like, oh, I'm protected. From that, I felt more comfortable going into tackles. And so my form actually got better because I was no longer afraid of getting hit to the head. But now that I was okay with putting my head down there, I was now okay with dropping my shoulders, getting my body low, getting the drive through because the confidence that I got from my equipment translated to me wanting to be in that position more. And I think that's quite interesting because the scrum cap in a tackle isn't actually doing much. Like It's doing a little bit, but not a, a lot. This is actually doing a lot. Like a scrum cap's for a scrum and there it makes a big difference. But for a tackle, you had the confidence. This is going to give you the confidence. And because it's so effective, it's even more confidence. Uh, how, are, how are top players, uh, international players responding to this? Because I'm sure school kids, it's a bonus. It's a win. This is, this is fantastic, especially when you're learning the game. Are we going to see it uh, entering into the international arena? Absolutely. We, we already have a few international players using it. Um, Mitch Stark was used it in the test match against Pakistan the other day. Scott Boland used it against South Africa. In, when we played them in Australia a couple of, about a year ago. Um, we've got KRL and a few of the top Indian players who are now practicing and, and getting used to the glove. It doesn't take long, but you know, pro players are um, superstitious. They're not going to change overnight, right? So we have found that they are now really getting behind this idea. They've, they've, we, we've been able to spend some time with them and get some real feedback from them, found out where and how we can make the glove better for them particularly, personally. And that's made a huge difference to the way they feel about it. And we are seeing direct results. They're practicing more, they're playing more, and they're going to score more runs. Which at the end of the day is what, exactly. you, what you want to be doing. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to, um, you know, cricket is inherently life-threatening at times. And, you know, having your, your natural instinct is to use your hands to protect your face. It's not natural to try and duck and, and, and weave. So having the ability to use your hands to protect your head 
will reduce the risk of cricket, I believe. You know, that's my, why I'm one of the reasons I'm excited about it. So for me, it's, it's so much more about, it's all about the confidence. The confidence to play, the confidence to stand up to a short ball, the confidence to play these innovative shots, which put your hands directly in the firing line. You know, the lap shots and the reverse sweeps. These are dangerous shots at, at 120 kilometers an hour. For your hands, that is. And I mean, so we've, we've seen a product, the arm gloves that protects your hands, but there are also a lot of other danger areas when playing cricket. I mean, a ball to the head, deadly. To the shin, now you've got a big bruise. Are there any other technologies that you can let us in on? Any other ideas of how we can protect people? There is. And there's some very interesting stuff in the pipeline. We, SG is going to have a, a new helmet soon. Um, I'm going to leave it there. It's, it's got some very interesting innovation in it. It's, um, yeah. You didn't hear that from me. Well, it's we'll, going to be, it's we'll gonna have be very, to have you back. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to have me back so I can show you the helmet. But it's, we've, we're very, very excited about it. We believe it's a step forward in both protection and comfort for the players. Um, and ultimately, that's what we're working on. We want, we want players to, you know, to be comfortable, to be protected, and to be confident. I, I mean, if you can't share what technologies there are, I think something that will be interesting. I really, I've recently got into cricket. And through wearing these gloves, you've told me a lot about well, behind the scenes, about the different ways that an injury can come. I was like, well, it's only really flat on. And you're saying, no, if your thumb's out here, what are, you know, just for interesting, what are the other interesting injuries that you can pick up? With the gloves or are you talking about in cricket generally? From the gloves to cricket. Okay. So that's an interesting one. Most batsmen are quite good at pulling their bottom hand off the bat. That's the, that's the sort of go-to way of dealing with a short ball. But in doing so, when you open your hand up, you generally expose your thumb. Okay, so you, 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 there are a number of thumb injuries in cricket, and largely that happens when you're opening your hand to get it off the bat. And so where this will change that is that this works by holding the bat tighter, not looser. So you've actually got to engage your thumb and hide it behind the bat. And so in doing so, I think that's – and the glove itself does shield the thumb, but – in, in, in protecting the, the hand properly, the thumb is in itself um, better protected. You know, I think that's, I don't want to use too many words, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think that, you know, it's a bit like the helmet in the beginning. You know, when, when I was growing up playing cricket, it was really uncool to wear a helmet, right? I was, I was at the age where only a handful of pros used the glove and you were considered a complete sissy if you went out of the helmet. That was the reaction, okay? That changed when school kids had to use helmets. And I think that goes across all the sports codes. You know, rugby is, is, is needing to do some work and, you know, in, in increasing protection and in making the safe, the head safer in, in rugby. We and in fact, our last week's episode was all about the new tackle height in South African school rugby. And at the moment, that's like, there's, there's so much opposition to that and debate about it. But I also think in years to come, it's going to be like the helmet. It's just normal. Yeah. And, and the, the way that you introduce that, in my opinion, and it will, you know, is, is through the kids. Because once you've got used to playing with it, you will always play with it. Once you've worn a cricket helmet, you always wear a cricket helmet. You know, once you're wearing a scrum cap in rugby, you will always wear a scrum cap in rugby. The, the, asking the pros to change is the wrong way around. You've got to get the 10-year-olds doing it. You've got to increase. That's why super sports, import, super sports schools is important. 
because this is the kind of this is where that change can happen. We've got to get the ten-year-olds tackling well because ten-year-olds become pros in only a handful of years. You know, as a parent, you know how quickly that time goes, right? So it's all about getting the right technique and the right equipment into the kids, and that's what we're doing here. Well, I think we've spoken about the confidence, we've spoken about the protection, what's gone into it, and I think that's really interesting. I think now it's time for us to give it a bit of a test and see just how how well it does work. Okay, let's hope I'm not getting hit for this one. Okay, how are they feeling? Bro, I'm afraid. I mean, I know they're meant to be protective. I just, you said you were going to hit me with a cricket bat. That's not okay. Uh, we're going to start with, with this. You're joking. <laughs> you're joking. Do you know how to hold a cricket bat? Okay. Yeah, no, I learned. I learned. I got taught. So, so, okay, just, just, just hold it with the one yeah. hand. Okay. Just This is to, okay. to test out. Nothing. Nothing? All right. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. <laughs> Woo! Tim, you've experienced it with a hammer and a bat. Yeah. Would you stand where John's standing point blank in front of a bowling machine at 100 kilometers an hour? Positively, no. No. Okay. I mean, I believe in the product, but 100 Ks, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he believes in his own product, so we're going to put it to the test. This is 100 kilometers an hour in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> that nearly took off my head. Okay, you guys put your bodies on the line for science, so thank you for that. You, as the creator, had lots of confidence, John, but Tim? How was that? Positively terrifying to have somebody stand in front of you with a cricket bag say, I'm going to hit your hands. I was like, you know what? But you hit it and it's just, pah. It's like, it's like getting hit with a pillow. Like you can feel there's an impact, but there's nothing that actually hurts. It's very strange and very scary, but I, very I, cool. I think the whole thing is that your brain is expecting yeah. because I know what it feels like with normal gloves. I've, I've, I've tried both of these off air, you know what it feels like to be hit with a normal glove on. You're expecting that and it's nothing. You can, like you say, you feel there's that impact, but it's not direct. It's not breaking your fingers. I mean, John, if you, you held your hand there point blank, 100 kilometers an hour, what do you think would have happened if you were wearing a normal glove? Well, first of all, I would never do that with a normal glove. Okay. And if I did that, I would have broken my fingers. There is no doubt in my mind. Um, at point blank range, crushing your fingers between bat and ball, bat and ball. There's no ways that I, we would be talking here now. We'd be off to the emergency room. I'm 100% certain of that. But with these gloves, you can feel the vibration of impact. Um, you can feel the slight compression of the plastic onto your hands at 100 kilometers an hour. But there's no bruising. My hand's completely functional. If I'd been hit and I was playing in a match, I would have laughed at the bowler and carried on playing. Right, there is no, no thing about that impact that that was terrifying. I mean, apart from the fact that the brain is saying you're going to get hit yeah. at point blank range. You're standing in front of a bowling machine. Yeah, that, right there. That doesn't seem like a smart idea, but in truth, it it is actually exactly the same as if I were standing behind a cage. You know, if if we had shot that ball into the netting and I was behind the netting, that's pretty much the experience that I was having. Um, so I'm not afraid of it. I'm completely confident and I'm completely confident of, you know, and in, in, in communicating that and, and back, backing the product that we've developed. And, and let's talk a bit about the numbers there. So hundred kilometers an hour at the start of the show, we put Greg in front of a 140 K an hour ball, but 
by the time the ball actually reaches him, it's a different speed. So just talk us through that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the difficulty of playing cricket. The difficulty of playing cricket versus baseball is that there is an enormous deceleration between the ball in flight when you are making the batting decision and when, because of the reaction time, and the speed with which the ball gets to you after hitting the pitch. That's why the pitch plays such an incredibly large role in the performance of batsmen. You know, you've seen, you can see sometimes in Pakistan where the batsmen will bat for five days and no, almost no wickets will fall. And then you can go to Newlands Cricket Ground like this test match and everybody's out by lunchtime, right? That's exactly the reason. And it's because there's such tremendous deceleration between the measured bowling speeds, which at 140 kilometers is the out of hand speed. So at 140 kilometers an hour on a South African or Australian wicket where there is more bounce and more carry, Traditionally, you're probably going to be hit between 100 and 110 kilometers an hour, depending on the wicket surf on the surface. So that's why I was standing there at 100 k's an hour. Um, you know, that is if effectively the impact you would feel at 140 kilometers an hour, facing you know Rabada or um, Lungidi or somebody who's bowling around about 140 clicks. Okay. Well, still would be that, terrified. That to still face would that. be terrifying, but at least if it does hit you, you your hand's not broken. Well, at least I mean, if I was facing a bowler, I would probably be hitting the body or head because I'm not good enough to face it directly. So the only way we could demonstrate that was standing in front of the bowling machine because yes. I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough to do it any other way. Uh, awesome! Uh, thanks for putting your bodies on the line for science and showing us that. Just to end off the episode, something we always do here on the Super Sports Schools podcast: it's the quiz. This is going to be the first Supersport Schools podcast quiz for 2024. So the leaderboard is reset. Oh, dear. It's blank. <laughs> so you're going on the leaderboard. Either way, you're going to set the standard for everyone to follow the rest of the year. Uh, last year, we ended off with a special All-Stars quiz at the end of the year. Tim was in that. Um, he came last. But uh, <laughs> look, I said 2024 is my year. It's your year. Well, I'm coming, up. I'm, coming you, up. I'm on the way up. You're not going today. We've just got John going. So basically 60 seconds, as many questions right as you can get in those 60 seconds. If you don't know an answer, just pass. We'll go to the next question. All right, let's give it a go. John, are you ready to play the Super Sports Schools podcast quiz? Go for it. Your time starts now. Which SA20 team has signed Synstidion's Quenema Parker for this season? Titans. It's Paul Royals. Who holds the record for winning the most Olympic medals? Michael Phelps. Correct. True or false, in 2023, Supersport Schools streamed over 46,000 hours of games? True. Correct. In tennis, what is it called if both players are on 40 points? Juice. Correct. Who holds the record for the most men's ODI Cricket World Cup runs? Tendulkar. Correct. In partnership with NextGen15, who was voted as the most valuable rugby player of 2023 by Supersport Schools viewers, JC Mars or Batot Shlekani? Second one. That uh, was JC Mars. In golf, a score one under par is known as a what? 30. Correct. True or false, you cannot be stumped on a wide? True. It's false, you can. What is officially the oldest football club in the world? West Ham. It's Sheffield FC. It was a double barrel. <laughs> what is the best placing Kenya has achieved at an ODI Men's Cricket World Cup, third or fourth? Fourth. It's third. Oh, wow. Which school had the most old boys represented in the 2023 Rugby World Cup winning Springboks? Uffies. It's Paul Ruiz and time <laughs> is up. Five. There we go. Five. Okay, well, that's that sets the standard for the year for the others to follow. Top of the leaderboard and bottom of the leaderboard at the same time, John <laughs> Quinlan. <laughs> Don't worry, I've actually been at the bottom at some stage. It doesn't feel that bad. So have I, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. I'm, it's okay. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you get put under pressure when this quiz comes, we see everybody crack. So it's lots of fun. 
<laughs> what is the winning? What is the winning number last year? Uh, so the highest for the year was thirteen. Wow! But okay. uh, that was a that was a more biased quiz because it was just on hockey and it was a hockey player. So we'll. we'll but she was seventeen, so yeah. There's also, there's also that. I mean, thirteen, thirteen. I mean, I scored a nine, so I mean, yeah. and a three. Um, oh, yes, I did. I did do that. <laughs> okay, so five's not really great. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's it's average. I'll say it's yeah. it's there. It's in the average. Uh, John, thank you so much for joining us. For Thanks this so episode. much, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks this, for having I us. can't wait to see this on the international scene and one day. And I'm, I'm kids using it and everyone using it, and we can say we were there. We saw it first. <laughs> yeah. Not first, first, but we were so close we to were the, there. We were, we were there. there. Yeah, right, yeah. At the, right at the beginning. Right, right at the right beginning. At the, in, oh, in the future, when we had sportsmen with our sons, we'll be like, those ones. Those are the ones <laughs> we're getting. John, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spurs Take Ranchers.